Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Welcome to a Skyrimatic podcast where I will discuss my adventures and misadventures through Skyrim. Join me, add your stories, add your tales. Let's uh, let's get into this thing. Hello, welcome back, Skyrimatic podcast. A little solo episode this week. I've uh, been playing. Been playing actually a ton of Skyrim today. Uh, been going on with continuing with uh, my Necromancer guy, Willie the Breton, uh, going through the main main quest storyline. Uh, just finished up um, the fall. I just uh, trapped Odaving and talked to him, and uh, now I'm just uh, making sure I have all my gear proper for when I go to Skaldalfin and all that. But uh, that that's kind of where I'm sitting in the main quest. I. I been obviously I'm using um ordinator for my perks and uh just been putting some into enchanting and cuz I have the conjuration let's see let me slide over to that. my conjuration is 100 it's been 100 for quite a while um cuz I've been obviously using a ton of that as starting out as a necromancer now kind of a conjurer necromancer with my um bone man warriors uh, I want to get the... Oh, that's what I got to do. Uh, I can get the perk for the Skeleton Mages next for the ones you build at the altars. And... So I have that open to me. And let's see. Assume control of a skeleton. And... Oh, that's an interesting one. But uh, I've been putting into enchanting as well. So now I have where I can do uh, the double enchantments. You can do twin enchantments uh, with Ordinator. That's still there. Uh, and I can create an arcane nexus, which um, for 2,500 gold, you can upgrade one of your enchanting stations. And your enchantments are 15% stronger. Um, the next one up, uh, which I'm close because I have 93 enchanting, so I like next one up's 100. Uh, you can as a one-time thing if you put your, you can get three enchantments on one piece that are 50% stronger. <laughs> so uh, that would be awesome for like um, I would have to debate on what it would be. I would assume robes because I'm not using any weapons. So for me, it's not not going to be weapons. So probably robes I would have to find. But uh, my robes are really good. Um, unless it was boots that I went with fire, frost, shock, like all three resistances and get them as high as I possibly can, um, you know. Oh, and also you can use the dust of flawless gems to upgrade things. So if I did that where I upgraded it, uh, they're 20% stronger that way as well. So... That might be 
the way to go. He could have boots that have frost, fire, and shock resistance. That would be. Uh, I think that's what I'm going to do. Damn, I just thought I just realized that. <laughs> so that may be my miracle. I don't know. I'm going to have to bandy that one about and see if you could put for and you know people who aren't putting three enchantments on things. If you could, what would it be? Um, I don't know. I can't think of that. That to me, off the top of my head, that seems like it would be the best option for me. Um, once I get to there, once I get to the top end of enchanting there, I'm, uh, yeah, I may pick one or two other ones. I haven't gone through that tree too much other than the middle part of it. Uh, I'm probably going to um, work on Illusion a little bit. Uh, my next one is Whispers of Doom, which um, all spells are silent to others, except for shouts, obviously. So I... Uh, I'm going to do that. That's equivalent of quiet casting, obviously. So I'm going to, that's where I'm going to head with that. But um, yeah, so I, I've i been playing through the main quest and really thoroughly enjoying it. I'm playing it in a whole different way, obviously, with my my little army of people. Um, if you follow a Skyrimatic podcast on Instagram, I've been posting, now that Instagram has it where you can easily switch accounts, within the app, uh, which you couldn't before, not just a simple click of a button. Uh, so I have been posting more screenshots over to the Instagram page there. So if you want to go to Instagram, uh, Skyrimatic Podcast, or is it a Skyrimatic? Let me pull up my phone to make sure what it is before I tell everybody the wrong damn thing. Uh, it is, let me open that up, click over. It is a Skyrimatic Podcast, all one word. Uh, so I've been posting some screenshots over there of both Skyrim and Fallout 4 and me watching um, Murder, She Wrote while playing the games. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have my little army, a screenshot of my little army over there. Um, I was using, most of the time I'm using my three Dramora and I had two bone men for a while, or skeleton warriors, I guess, not bone men, because the bone men you get in... Uh, What's that place called? Soul Cairn. So technically they're not bone men. Uh, but yeah, so I... Going through the main quest. And kind of where I started off today was... Let's see, I did way to voice already. Talked to Delphine. Oh, Diplomatic Community was where I started off. And that went way, 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 way different than it usually goes. <laughs> Usually I'm like sneaking around and stuff. So what I did was uh, I got there. I obviously had Ray's Lan do the little do his little deal. Gave him a drink. Uh, went through the back door, shut the door where the Thalmor guards are, um, then walked to the other side of it. Uh, then opened it back up. Sorry for yawning there. I'm not used to recording at night. <laughs> uh, so then I opened it back up and conjured three Dramora lords into that room <laughs> and basically they wiped out the whole room then the whole upstairs and weirdly and so I got Lydia with me also um so I went you know I go through that whole downstairs area after you get through the party uh in the kitchen and all that uh then I head upstairs and that's all wiped out there was like I think there's a guy up there usually um then I head outside I get outside and I hear Lydia talking and I'm like, well, how the hell did she get up here? Cause I don't, somehow she ended up in the courtyard with me. 
I'm not sure how that happened. But uh, Sinan and I, as I was out there, the Dremora were going crazy, just killing everybody. Uh, so my whole normal way of doing it, which was sneaking and stuff like that, I kind of, I guess I did sneak, but I didn't really do it. I just kind of hung back, shot some fireballs, shot some uh, lightning bolts here and there. Uh, then went into the area where the dungeon is, um, and pr- it, it was way different because uh, I had the three Dremora Lords with me, and they ran through the place and killed everybody. So, you know, usually when you go downstairs and he's interrogating the guy in the cell and all that, yeah, that wasn't happening because he was already dead. Um, <laughs> so I had to go find all the right bodies to get all the right keys and stuff from. Uh, because nobody did their normal thing when you go in there where you kind of sneak around, you hear kind of what's going on and stuff like that. It was just all out, uh, destruction basically. And so we all, Lydia and all, Lydia was with me too. She somehow made her way in there. I don't know how. And, uh, yeah, we helped out. We got out of there. Malborn, the whole gang, we all got out of there. So, uh, that was kind of how diplomatic community went uh and then obviously when i went to go see esburn kind of the same thing it gets crazy in the rat way though um with so many things because there was the three dremora then there was the six um skeevers popped up from that perk in uh from one of the perks in uh ordinator so they the six skeevers pop up three dremora lydia Esburn. Uh, Esburn, I think, conjures like a frost atronach or something. Uh, you couldn't even walk down the hallways. It was absurd. Uh, the, surprisingly, though, it didn't slow down. It was like uh, Andrew with his army of people. Uh, surprisingly, though, frame rate-wise, I didn't lose anything. So then I get out of there eventually. I didn't even have my uh, skeleton warriors yet. So I get out of there, um, and we head to... Uh, I take him back, we talk to Delphine, and I find out we have to go to find uh, Karthspire, where um, Skyhaven Temple's at. So, that there's a bone altar over by that way. So I go, I make two bone men, or I'm sorry, two skeleton warriors, and we start heading to Karthspire. And here comes an elder dragon and kills me. I do have the difficulty level set pretty high, so it's expert or whatever's above that master or something like that. So it's not like like if I get and I've put absolutely I've put zero into health and zero into stamina. Every single thing I've put into um I've put into Magicka. So my Magicka is five sixty, but that's with enchantments. It's probably just under five hundred because I can still only conjure three things at a time. And I think once I get to 500 base, I can conjure four at a time. So, yeah, it's, I my health is still 100, I believe. <laughs> yeah, health and stamina are both 100. So I die really quickly if I get hit by anything. And the Elder Dragon pretty much wiped me out like four straight times. Uh, eventually, eventually I got over to where Karthspire is. And, you know, there's that whole Forsworn area. And there was a dragon. So uh, eventually I was able to sneak. I went over the altar instead of going down the path and avoided the dragon. So when I did that, then the dragon went over to the area where all those friggin' Forsworn are. 
And so, like, the sky, it was dark, so the sky was just lighting up with lightning bolts and ice, ice spikes and all kinds of stuff. And I sent my horde of people over there. So at this point, I had Esburn, Delphine, Lydia, three Dramora, and two Skeleton Warriors <laughs> going down the road with me. And uh, we got over there and wiped out that place. Uh, the Hagraven was pretty hilarious. The Dramora are great to have because you know how one is really entertaining with what they say? Well, just imagine three of them just all saying stuff every time they kill something. Um, so we wipe that out. We get up there, do you know, do the whole... Well, there is one issue, I will have to say. There is an issue when you're carrying this many people, and I encountered it in a couple places. Like when you're going up to Skyhaven, you have to go through that little... Uh, like that checkerboard type maze where you have to go over the correct symbols, the dragonborn symbol. Um, yeah, well, they don't follow that path when you go over it, so it creates a bit of a problem. Same thing if you're in a dwarven um, ruin, uh, you know, the spinning helicopter blades. Yeah, you can go around them, but if you have like six people behind you or six uh, beings following behind you, they don't go the same path you do, and they will step on the stuff and activate it. So that was creating a bit of a problem for me while I was heading to, um, where was that at? I was, oh, off, that was probably an offhand when I was heading into, um, you know, get the uh, Elder Scroll in Blackreach, which Blackreach I still love. Every time you go in there, you look at that place, it's just fantastic. Um, I, get, I shot at the dragon out of the disco ball. We battled that. Uh, we killed a bunch of other stuff. It, it was a good time. Uh, I didn't really do a lot down there. I didn't even start the uh, Crimson Nernroot quest. I'm going to go down there and do that. But uh, I want to see if there's... I'm sure there's a mod where, where it gives the quest markers. So I don't think I'm going to grab that. I'm also going to grab the one to get the quest markers for the Dragon Priest masks. And... Um, go through and get all of those but uh yeah so i so we get through black reach and do all that uh, sorry the diplo diplomatic community Aldwin's wall then of course you head to the third of the world talk to parthenax parthenax so that that's always i it's been a little while since i did the main quest so i, I really enjoyed that a lot parthenax is one of my favorite characters in the game so i just it's just still so epic when you talk to him um, went and got the Elder Scroll from Septimus Cygnus, or, you know, got the information from him. I didn't go back to him yet, um, to finish that quest. I just, I'm doing the main quest part, and then I'll worry about that after. So then, I go to the World, read the thing, read the scroll, Alduin comes down. I climb up the hill a bit, uh, you know, directly across from the word wall, you can go up the mountain. Where, um, Notch's pickaxes. I was I went about halfway up and I sat there and you know conjured all my stuff down on the ground. Lydia's down there. Oh, but I did lose here's one thing. I did lose the skeleton warriors. When I read the Elder Scroll at the at the uh time rift, it takes away the warrior. It gives you back their bones, but it takes them away. When you go into that little cutscene where you're watching the three warriors battle Alduin on top of the start of the world in the past, uh, you actually lose your skeleton warriors at that point. But you do get their bones 
back in your inventory. You don't just lose them without the uh, all the bones. So anyway, I lost them. But uh, so I ran like partway up, perched myself up there, conjured three things down there, had Lydia down there. Yeah, used Dragon Rand, was shooting ice and fire and stuff. I think it was I was using ice on Alduin. Trying to think, or was it fire? No, I was using fire. I'm sorry, because uh, Parthenax was using fire, so I was using fire. Uh, so we banish him again. He flies off, all that. Uh, then we do the fantastic um, truce, negotiating a truce <laughs> with the... <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful Jarl Ulfric, and obviously everybody else, uh, the Thalmor, uh, the Arv White Run, the whole gang is there. Everybody's super happy. And then, yeah, you negotiate your truce, nobody's happy. And then at the end, Esbern turns into a fucking asshole and is like, uh, I need you to kill Parthenax or we can't talk anymore. And then Delphine's like, Yeah, we're not talking anymore. And I'm like, Hey, assholes, I just did everything for you. Uh, how about you just take a seat and I'll, I'll do what I want because obviously you can't do anything because you needed me. So I'm leaving the blades behind. If I could slaughter them, I would. Uh, but I don't think that's possible. I guess I could do a console command and kill them. But uh, yeah, yeah, probably should have just slaughtered them. Maybe I'll just shot them off the edge of Skyhaven Temple. See how they like that. See what happens. Maybe we'll do that one day. Maybe we'll go out there and talk on that little patio and I'll just shout them right off the side of it. They may not die, but don't get the point. Uh, so then obviously I did Odeving, captured him, and I'm about to fly off to Skull Dolphin. I don't believe Lydia will be with me, I would assume, since uh, I don't think she's going to hop on the dragon and fly with me. But I gave her some nice gear, so I'm hoping she's still there when I get back. Um... I'm using the Archmage's Quarters as my home. I'm not really keeping a lot of stuff other than things I'm using for uh, my specific crafting or whatever. Everything else I'm basically selling off. Um, so, you know, it's, it, it's easy enough to sell off. Um, I did added that mod to give me twice the amount of gold for the um, merchants. Uh, when I was going for, whatchamacallit, the... Um, Oh, Stones of Baron Zaya. The, and I needed to buy the house in Solitude. So I, I added that for that. Uh, because otherwise it would have taken me forever. You know, I was getting like, so I was going to some place that had like 500 gold. And I needed like, whatever it was, 25,000. And I'm like, come on. Yeah, are you kidding me here? Like, we can't do this. This is going to be forever. So I did boost that up a little bit, but it wasn't like excessively. So I can actually sell stuff to people. And I only have like 8,700 gold right now. It's not like I'm running around with millions of gold. Uh, I'm using my flawless gems for enchanting. So, but I, with the Baron's Eye, Crown of Baron's Eye, I have, I get so many gems now. I have like 20 something flawless amethysts or something like that. It's, it's ridiculous. But, uh, so I'm keeping most of my stuff, my, um, ingredients and my enchanting stuff up at the college and any kind of gear that I wear regularly or stuff that I'm keeping that I'm, I'm not going to wear like the thieves guild armor or the uh, dark brotherhood armor which I have both of um, so I'm, I'm keeping those there and I keep my dragon bones in 
White run. I don't know why. I just do. I keep them in Breeze Home. Because I always have. So I decided to continue on with that and keep them there. Um, it's just something... I don't know. I, I feel like I always have to use Breeze Home for some reason. Um, because I always have. But uh, I think after this... Uh, I don't know if I'm going to go... I, I may do the Worms Tooth thing. I may add that and give that a try. Um, after I do the main quest here, instead of going like into Dragonborn or something, uh, but I'm going to do the Dragon Priest masks first, and then I, I may do another, uh, quest mod. I, I think I'd like to do that. And, uh, the Worms 2's one looks, uh, pretty interesting. Uh, let me pull up my email here. I think I clicked on it. There we go. I have, uh, obviously, uh, two emails from from Dave uh, from last week, I believe, that I did not finish. Uh, let's see. Okay. He was... Uh, oh, let me let me make an adjustment here. Oh, I can read it. No, I can't read it. So my screen is crooked to where I'm standing. Sorry, to where I'm sitting. So I couldn't get a good... Uh, couldn't read it. It was on a weird angle. <laughs> let's see. So uh, he's going back to ESO for a bit. He's he's back in ESO, giving that a go because I know he's up. He's interested in the Thieves Guild, that, which is going to open up. I have not been back to ESO at all, and I I will try it. But when I'm not playing Skyrim, I'm playing Fallout Four. So uh, ESO right now is just not fitting in there. Um, I did a lot of Fallout Four like uh, grinding this week, not really grinding, but exploring. So it just hasn't been time for me to get back to ESO because I feel like I need to put a lot of time in it to figure out everything. And I just I just don't know. But uh, th this is a little journal from his ESO character who's McBeta. And uh, let's see, it's called Poor But Learning Extract from the Journal of McBeta Blackstone. Milna thought I should start with woodworking. I just needed to collect some raw maple and learn how to make maple staffs, bows, and shields. That seems straightforward enough. Where do I get maple? She showed me a small place on the map just outside the city. Oh, goody, just when I need it. I'm wandering about outside, looking for wood. I did manage to collect 12 pieces of raw maple before returning to the woodworking station. My problem is that I don't have a scooby about what maple looks like. I literally have to fall, fall over it before I see what it is, before I know what it is. Not great when wandering in the wild. You have to keep your eyes up out there or bad things happen. You definitely don't want to wander around looking at your feet. With experience, I should get to recognize the damn stuff from a distance. I may get injured gaining that experience, though. I didn't need to... I did need to buy me some obsidian, which I need, apparently, because I had a couple of pieces in the bank. One of the few things I do have in the bank, to be honest. So I su successfully constructed a maple bow. Now she tells me to deconstruct it. <laughs> what in the hell is of Oblivion for? Apparently I need to be able to do this in case I cannot get access to raw materials. Hmm. I duly construct deconstructed the bow and got one piece of maple and my obsidian back. So now I'm down to two maple down two maple. Milaneth told me that I was lucky to get my obsidian and even one maple back, and she she tells me I'm now certified. That's it. I can now look at the rip boards for jobs to complete. 
They come up about one a day, I believe. Well, that was fairly easy so far. I pick one up, check it out, nine staffs. I need to get 27 maple and nine obsidian to fulfill this woodworking order. The obsidian is easy to get if you have money. I don't. And where am I going to find 17 maple as well? I'm not bloody wandering around outside the city looking down all the time. I spend the afternoon and evening, evening st st starring in my personal crime wave around town. I initially went for maple staffs, bows, and shields to get me started. I got into a couple houses and retrieved a, f a few uh, geegaws and minor valuables. Some armor and clothes, even some high-end ingredients. One of the one of my several visits to the Outlaw Refuge I discover there is on one of my several visits to the Outlaw Refuge, I discover there is a quota limit to how many items I can sell or launder. This was news to me. The fences say I am flooding the market and I don't have the reputation to increase my quota. God, this is real bad news. My street credibility is being attacked. Who in oblivion sets a quota? Then it dawned on me. The Thieves Guild are probably back in business here, or at least making it known that they are on their way here and are now trying to lay down a few ground rules. Okay, so I was trying to build a bit of a cash buffer with my little crime wave. What was wrong with that? Elrude explained to me querily in words of one syllable. Do not upset the guild. Bugger. 50 items sold and 50 items laundered is my quota for the day. I would only launder decent items that I can sell for, sell for a profit, and they are rare. Anyway, I have, I have enough to get my first woodworking order done and deliver it to the consortium down by the docks. I get nearly 300 gold, a bottle of pitch, and a bloody bow, which was only slightly better than the one I have because it was better made. No worries there, though, because my bow skills are equally crap there here. <laughs> I need to practice hunting again. So I now have 350 gold, and I had spent nearly 150 on obsidian otherwise. Otherwise, I would have had a good day's return. Note to self, I'm gaining woodworking experience, but am I gaining world experience? My ledger main improves with my selling and my laundering stolen items. Stolen items broken down to components give me some woodworking experience. I get no ledger main experience, even though I'm stealing the items even though stealing the items is skillful and risky in a ledger main way. I also appear to get no real-world experience when doing all this, or so it seems. Need to think this through a bit more. End of note to self. I'll sleep on the problem I've just raised. I need to get food, some drinks, and then find a bed to just do that. So, uh, yeah, so he's preparing his character there for a uh, little Thieves Guild action. And uh, actually, let me let me double check because if he has, so he played uh, again. This is uh more recently. He uh, played a little more ESO this week, and some of the quest lines he's finding uh pretty interesting, including the uh, Fighters Guild, and uh, he's planning to do the Mages Guild. Oh, and oh, Sheograth is in this. Oh, maybe I see now. I got I I really need to. Really need to boost this up. Oh, apparently not. See, yeah, see, I, for my mods, uh, 
He didn't use Skyrim much this week because uh, Nexus updated their loader, uh, which screwed up the, his mods a bit. Uh, I see. I am a modding noob, and I use the workshop, so everything is very basic for me. So I, I, I didn't have to deal that. So deal with that, unfortunately, or fortunately, I should say, for me. Uh, so this is the uh, continuation of MechBeta. Every day is a school day. I had bumped into Denal Taleno whilst coming out of the woodworking area, all covered in wood dust. He looked at me, then asked if I had thought any more about training in his three specialties. They weren't so messy, he laughed. I said that I would be interested in provisioning. This was because I had picked up a, few, um, a fair few cooking ingredients. I could roast the chicken or toast some bread or reheat pie over a fire with, without carbonizing any of them too much. I just didn't know how to cook any of the other damn stuff from the ingredients I had. He gave me a very quick outline of the basics of cooking and said I should look at the Cooking Fundamentals book. There was usually one near the cooking station in the watch house, he told me. He got me to go fetch an old recipe from his trunk in the guild house and, and then meet with him at the watch house. I read through on my way to meet him. It rang vague memories of alchemy for some reason. Yes, it dawned on me. That was the secret of cooking. Collect the correct ingredients and herbs and put them together in the correct order. Heat up at the correct temperature for the correct length of time. The recipe was just a set of instructions. I explained my reasoning to Daniel, and he congratulated me on getting the basics sorted out in my head. Now he just wanted me to cook the white meat off that pig sitting at the bar, sitting on the bar. I could cut a piece about the weight and size the recipe asked for and then added the herbs, the oil, and seasoned the whole dish. Left it for a bit to soak up the flavors, then whacked it into the pot. I got quite absorbed in the process and fussed over the damn stuff. It was quite relaxing, if a bit hot. Slaving over a hot stove is quite a good description of this process. It was certainly hot by the end of it. Oops, sorry, I just lost my place because I grabbed a drink of water. <laughs> uh, eventually, I cut a small piece off for tasting when I thought it was ready. Delicious. I plated it up, plated it up and handed it over to Daniel, who pulled out his knife and fork. He sniffed and prodded the food and then tucked it in. He seemed to chew slowly and deliberately, almost like he was trying to savor the flavors. After he finished and he said that I had done a good job, possibly too much seedweed for his like for his taste. I reckoned it added correct salt it added the correct salty flavor salty level to the flavor. He certified me there and then. Where do I get all the recipes? Do I have any more? I asked him. Provisioners don't give away trade secrets, he laughed. I would have to find some by myself. Old copies are often discarded or get lost in trunks or bags. I could try and buy them from guild traders, but for that you need coin. Some are very expensive. I may just come across them. They are, they are also rewards for some tasks. He told me to be wary of buying recipes which are more complex than they look. He advised to just go for some, some simple ones to build up your skill. As you gain experience, you will start to understand the more complex recipes. He wished me luck and left me pondering on what to do next. Gods, I need to get more money to, and expand my recipe library. 
Well, not at the moment. I'm I'm hungry, so I just cooked the whole roast pig thing all over again with another piece of white meat. I just sliced off the poor pig. I sat and ate my delicious roast pig along with a large tankard of bog iron ale. Later, I headed to bed, ever so slightly happy, but pissed as Newt in beer because I had another two or three owls that I can remember before moving from the table. I slept like a log that night, I can tell you. After I wake up, breakfast on some crusty bread and a lot of water, I headed out to check out the local guild traders for recipes. Gods, these guys were rip-off merchants. No way I'm buying from them until I get some real cash. It looks like it's going to be another day of rummaging through crates, sacks, and bags. I might even try my luck just outside. Soldiers could be very care- very careless, and they and there weren't too many guards. So that's uh that's what he's been doing ESO with MacBeta. So it looks like MacBeta is learning the ropes of um crafting and such, and obviously thievery. <laughs> McBeta doing well at thievery in ESO, for sure. Uh, Makachia, however, obviously is back in Skyrim, and she is going through the Thieves Guild stuff. Um, oh, he uh, and in this one he mentions that he did pick up uh, Fallout New Vegas Ultimate Edition with all the DLCs on Steam, super cheap. Yeah, it is a fun... Uh, I will say I enjoyed New Vegas quite a bit. Uh, very expansive. It'll give you kind of a uh, Solstein feel. <laughs> Has a very Solstein feel to the landscape, we'll say. But uh, Makachia, here's a, a little extract from Makachia here. Mercer Frey dies. We had agreed to meet at Urkenthand. And so I headed up from Riften through Iverstead, then towards Fort Amal. I was going to check out that fort. See... I was going to check that the fort was still Stormcloak free. As I approached, I was fired on by a sentry. Big mistake in my opinion. I fired up my fire atronach, pulled out my ebony bow, and swallowed an invisibility potion. Silly buggers didn't know what hit them. I found a spellbook bound bow in a bucket of all things. Oh god, the best thing in the game if you're an archer. Side note, by me. Bound bow, bound bow, bound bow. We all know I love the bound bow. It's worked into a story. <laughs> Bloody scumbag soldiers have no respect for anything written down, and Nords are notorious for distrusting distrusting magic and mages. Gods, they can be so stupid and closed-minded. I eventually reach Urkenthand and find a pack of bandits holed up on the outside. More fire atronachs. My bound bow this time and my fire atronach again, and we were through them like a knife through butter. Up and over the roof to the access point high above the entrance, through a door, and I find several bandit bodies. Dwarven spheres patrol this bloody place. They are not so easily destroyed, and I needed my storm atronach this time. More work with the atronach than Bambo. My knives are not much good here. Eventually, I reach Carlia and Brynlof. They confirmed Mercer Frey had been through here. Carlia reckoned he will have reset any traps and probably laid a few more. Care is needed as we advance. Then Carlia spotted Frey attacking someone in the distance. Quite low down, through a grilled fence-like structure. Oh shit, they were Falmer. We really don't want to want to have to go through any Falmer. They're always really bloody dangerous, especially the Gloom Lurkers. 
I really don't like Falmer. I've always had really bad experiences with Falmer. The Falmer's pet charus are even worse, spitting poison and protected by hard segmented shell. Bloody hard to kill, and don't get me started about those flying charus hunters. Nocturnal, if you're listening, now would be a good time to give us your blessing, or whatever you want to call it. My one real weakness is Bloody Falmer. I don't know why, but I don't deal with them and their bloody pets. Oh god, why here? Why now? Their blindness gets me for some reason. It's not rational. Just shows I'm Dunmer after all, I suppose. We worked our way down. I used my bound bow with great effect to attack the Falmer from a distance. Brynlof and Carliad did the close, more messy work. Normally my job. I felt ashamed of myself, but at least I was functioning. We took all the Falmer down in this room. Well, Carlia and Brynlof did mostly. Carlia had figured out the trick of opening the next gate, and we went through more bloody Falmer. One area we actually managed to sneak through without any interruptions. We hit an area which had looked dormant. Which had what looked like a dormant Dwemer Centurion and a framework. Gods, these things were dangerous. I knew their only weakness, though. A Falmer triggered it up just before the last of them died. The Centurion headed up the hill towards us. I looked, positioned myself correctly, took aim with my ebony bow, fired, and hit my target the first time. The bloody thing was over and helpless. We proceeded to sh destroy it completely. A few, few nice pieces for me, including a couple of very nice filled greater soul gems. I explained to Carly and Brunloff that this does it every time. It appeared it appears to be their only weakness for some reason. Just a simple arrow to the knee. I'm happy to let them know that. <laughs> Just make sure it's the right knee. Choose the wrong one and you could be in trouble because it's the it's only one of the knees that are affected. The Dwemer were really strange people with twisted minds. Some of the some of them anyway, I think. Go for the knee with the flower with the flower head like connector on the side of the knee joint. Hit the flower and you have the bloody thing down. We continued onwards and eventually reached the chamber which held the statue with the eyes of the Falmer. That bastard Frey had one out already and was working on the second loose one on the statue when he realized we were there. He hit Brynlof and Carlyle with a fury spell and they attacked each other. They were both evenly matched. It was going to be a long fight. Mercer Frey mocked me as he swallowed an invisibility potion and just vanished. I just cast the sea life potion and there he was working his way up behind the statue. I used my whirlwind sprint, was up beside him before he knew what hit him. He is a good short, short weapons fighter, but so am I, and mine are always coated in paralysis potion. A bloody good one, I may add. I cheat all the time at this. I eventually got him when he had his back to the statue. He, he seized up and fired off an unrelenting force right in his face. He hit the statue with his head and glanced off it, like spinning like a top on the way down. He bounced a couple of times and hit the bottom of the stairs as a bloody, messy body. Oh dear, he was dead. His neck was broken. My few shout against the statue had done, had done him in. Shame, really, because I wanted to speak to him severely. <laughs> I I picked up the eyes from his broken corpse and looted the bastard. 
He had a skeleton key on him, and I popped it in my pouch. Nocturnal should be pleased. I raised the dead. I raised dead him just so I could kill him again and just to make sure. He ended up as a pile of ash. Then I realized the place was filling up with water. It must have been a trap triggered by the removal of the eyes. I shouted to the other to tread water as it rose and the head for only... I shouted to the other to tread water as it rose and head for the only open pipe in the place just above the statue. I always miss that pipe. I I usually drown every time I do this and then have to remember where it's at. Our way out I reasoned hopefully correctly. I cast a water breathing spell on us all. Good idea. Good for five minutes, I shouted. We were washed into a cave with water with the water disappeared down through a grillage which you can walk over if you were careful. Brynlof and I headed back to Riften. Carlia said she was going to Nightingale Hall. She intended to make that her home for the foreseeable future. Remember, the key must be returned, she said, as she vanished in the glittering mist that is fast travel. I just headed for my bed in the cistern and a long and slept a long time. So, Makachi uh, just finished up the Thieves Guild and, uh, has that skeleton key, but will she return it? Or will she just keep it and break into everything? Who knows? You have to return the luck. Oh, funny thing. <laughs> uh, the Mercer phrase, spinning corpse, reminded me of something bizarre that happened. So when I was at the Throat of the World, um, when I first went to talk to Parthenax, I, we had the first part of the conversation. Uh, and then we went to start a second part. And all of a sudden, he flew straight up in the air. And he was, I don't know, five miles in the sky, just spinning in a circle, not like circling, literally just spinning. But I was talking to him like he was on the ground. So something weird happened. I don't know. But it was really odd. Uh, and then after we finished our conversation, he did a dead nosedive and landed right next to me again. I was like, what in the world is going on here? And I also had trouble with Odaving, uh when I was capturing him because I, when he was coming in um, to get the thing latched around his neck, there was way – I had all my guys there and they were kind of blocking his way getting there and it got kind of all messed up and his head was half in the thing, half out of it. It's like some wings were in the stone. It was a mess. It took a while. It took longer than it should have. I probably only should have conjured one thing instead of conjuring everything, or just used the Skeleton Warriors and not conjured anything. Um, but I didn't. I conjured everything and had Lydia, and it was a disaster. So when you're trying to capture Odaving, have less people helping you. It's a better idea. It'll go cleaner. So that's where I'm sitting at with uh, my character. Hopefully next week I'll be... Uh, I should be finished the main quest then. I'll probably finish it up tomorrow, actually. Um... I would actually like to do a show about, uh, now that we've uh, had, um, what was that game called? Fallout 4 for a few months, and we know about new things that are coming with that. I'd like to do an episode, uh, again, you know, talking about uh, Elder Scrolls 6 and how those things, some things would be applied in the future, uh, along with, you know, normal stuff. But, you know, when we do a show, it's just whatever we feel like talking about in general anyway so 
Uh, maybe next time I'll see if uh, anybody's free to hop on with me here, and uh, we'll do a do a general discussion, and maybe we can throw that in there. But uh, if anybody wants to talk to that, feel free send the email to scattermaticpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, if you're interested in hopping on, also send an email there. And if you have a chance to leave a review on iTunes, uh, just helps for visibility. Um, and that's all I can think of. You can check out our other shows, the Fallout feed and the Chatterbox. If you go to asapodcasting.com, that's over there. And uh, like we mentioned previously, the roundtable is currently over at the Fallout feed, and they're doing a Fallout roundtable, which will be coming up. Uh, so if you're interested in, in doing that, the information is over on the website. If you click on the Fallout feed, uh, there's a whole schedule there, and you can email Andrew at the falloutroundtable at gmail.com and he'll get you set up with a character if you want to participate in that so that's all i have for a skyrimatic right now uh so i'm not gonna say happy skyriming because we remembered that uh, andrew stole that <laughs> but uh i'm gonna get back to playing skyrim and watching murder she wrote uh because i have problems all right later everyone <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Skyrimatic. You can find all of our contact information, YouTube channel information, as well as other shows over at asapodcasting.com, including our newest show, The Fallout Feed. Special thanks to Claire Lafar for the show's artwork. You can find her stuff at etsy.com slash myafireprints, M-A-I-A-F-I-R-E-P-R-I-N-T-S. And a thank you to Dan Bull for the use of his music in the roundtable open and close. You can find him on YouTube or iTunes. Just search Dan Bull. Once again, thanks for listening, and uh, later, everyone. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.